Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or visit amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free and catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey everyone, and welcome to Lauren Interviews, the podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Conlin. So for today's episode, I have an actress who you all know, you are going to look at her face and say, oh my gosh, she's literally in everything, but I know nothing about her. Her name is Fomka Johnson, and she is a Dutch actress who is best known for her roles in Nip Tuck, um, the X-Men franchise, and... How to Get Away with Murder, with Viola Davis, and When They See Us on Netflix. She's literally in everything, and um, she is absolutely strikingly beautiful. But no, something I brought up to her was that literally I don't know anything about her. She's on social media, or she's not on social media, I'm sorry, not on social. There's barely anything you can find on Google. She's divorced, she doesn't have children, she never wanted children, um, she lives in New York City. I mean, it was just, it, it was really a struggle to to kind of uh, find things out about her to sort of prepare to to talk with her. So, um, but luckily she was so fantastic and so amazing. She made it really easy for me. She was super talkative, super cool, and very interesting. You know, she's very, very smart. And anyway, so she, Fomka, is promoting a new film that's coming out January 21st, which is today, called Redeeming Love. And it's in theaters. And it stars her, and it stars Eric Dane, and Nina Dobrev, Dobrev, I don't know how to say her name, whatever. Um, Not important. But it's it takes place in the 1800s and it's it it sounds really good. She describes it and it sounds like something I want to see. So I am going to stop my yapping and let you hear my interview with Fonka Jansen. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you, Fonka? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Where are you located? L.A. No, New York City. That's where I see that you're in New York City as well. This is my uh, home, my yes. adopted home. I've been for a really long time. Okay. Okay, me too. Me too. I um I've always loved living here. I always said I'll never leave. Um so hopefully <laughs> people stop getting pushed into the know, subways. Right? So yeah, I don't have to. Um yeah. yeah. It's been intense, right? It's been intense, but it's everywhere. So it's yeah. something we cannot escape right now. And I feel that New York City is just one of those places where in tough times, people seem to come together in the most beautiful ways. Mm. Um, I mean, remember 9-11, how can you forget? Right. Um, even this time, it, look at our city and look at how, you know, they built these outdoor structures. And they're like, let's just find a way, um, you know, to keep these yeah. businesses alive and for all of everybody to be able to still meet in person in times when most people weren't able to do that. We've That's been a really good point. All the way through. It's remarkable. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, you are, um, you're so good because you're helping me focus on the positive because you're right. That is remarkable. We all focus on the negative and everything that we see wrong with the city and blah, blah, blah. But no, that's, that's a really good reminder. The city has been able to do amazing things and the people in it. That's a really good point. Mm -hmm. Yes. And trust me, I travel the world for for 
whatever reason, 2021 was was one of the country uh, one of the one of the years where I traveled more than any for work. It's kind of insane. Yeah. But seeing how you know, I filmed in Berlin, I filmed in Budapest, I filmed in Atlanta, I filmed in Canada. I mean, I was in Amsterdam. I was everywhere. Yeah. Um, and so seeing it, all these different places and the lockdowns and the effects on people and what they were or weren't able to do, incredibly lucky in Amsterdam. Uh, sorry, yeah. in, 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 sorry, not that was completely important. In, in New York City. <laughs> New York City, yeah. Incredibly yeah. lucky. Yes, in New York City and what we've been, how we've come out mm. um, compared to the rest of the world. I mean, has it taken its toll on people in the city and, I mean, oh, yeah. the track, the rats and all of that? Yes. I, right. can, I can go for the negative, but if I look at the positive and I look at how these businesses have been able to survive in other countries, they have not been able to. And it does feel, you know, as a European and as somebody who was born and raised in Amsterdam, I can I can tell you like this, it's more European now than Europe is. And with mm-hmm. these, you know, the yeah. outdoor life. And I remember in 2020 when finally we were able to go outside and all of a sudden life just... It got better. Everybody was outside and you could yeah. see so much better. We could all yeah. see each other and being in these open outdoor structures. And it just became something so optimistic and wonderful and so I, that yeah, was no, that was the best feeling you're right yeah. you're right it's when really we fun. started going outside again and the restaurants were opening up no you're right we need to get back to that feeling and I I feel like lately it's been almost worse in 2022 rather than you know the way it was in 2020 only because I think a lot of us thought we were coming out of it um that you know yeah. there wouldn't be all this, I don't know. It's just, it's crazy. But anyway, I want to it focus is, on like, you, Famka. Okay. Yeah, that's an international problem. So New York City is, you know, we're, yes. we're part of this, right. but we are relatively better off than most. Yes, a hundred percent agree with you on that. Um, no, but getting getting to you, you to me, you are you are so beautiful. You are so talented, and you are this elusive mystery to me. Okay, in the sense that you have done such an amazing job of staying out of the tabloids, staying out of just. Uh, you know, the, the paparazzi eye, you're, you're so, you're so elusive. I just feel like I, I don't know that much about you, except that you are this talented actress. You started off as a model. You are Dutch. You, um, are not married. I feel like I know the bare minimum. Now, can you just tell me something about yourself that nobody that was knows? That concerted effort, so I'm glad that. Oh, sure. <laughs> that I've seated in that. Um, I am incredibly private and so my my privacy my private life is is really important that I uh, protect that and so to go into a field like acting in Hollywood and all of that um, you know was challenging for me because it just doesn't come natural to be in the public eye Mm. Um, and it certainly is not uh, rewarded most of the time when you don't participate in social media or you don't go out and date other famous people or you don't you know go and be at every opening of something um so what is a miracle that i work and i have work and i do and i don't understand how that is because even the people i work with you know who manage and and my agents and all of that they really want me to participate in social media and do all these things and it's just it's never felt right to me um, so I'm, wow. uh, and I feel that this is probably a, 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 certainly not a popular belief and it's maybe a more old fashioned belief of, I would like to work just for myself and the actors and people I admire 
are the people I know very little about. And when I look at them, I can actually look at their work and see that for what it is. And I find it very confusing to look at some of the people who publicize themselves a lot to not judge them for all of them because that comes, you know, by the time they they appear on screen, all that baggage comes with them. And so to me, acting has always been embodying other characters and, and becoming something else. And that becomes very confusing when you know too much about somebody's personal life. So I, the I less agree. anybody knows about me, the, the, the better that works for me personally. But I know that's not, like I said, it's not a popular um, belief and it's not something that is rewarded. Motivated. Well, so. it's, it's funny just because as a, um, you know, from the outside looking in, I find it to be so fascinating to follow the people that I watch on TV or that I listen to or whatever. I, I really enjoy seeing them feed their dog or eat their breakfast or I don't know, because it's, I like, I like how relatable um, social media is when it, it's, mm. it's able to bring you closer to someone that you might look up to. But now on the flip side, you don't think that you've missed out on any thing because of not being maybe in the public I'm, eye or I'm sure I have yeah I'm sure yeah. I have missed out on a lot of opportunities but I think you know it's just, it was one of those choices that I made the same as you know being in New York City rather than in Los Angeles when at the time when I started acting it really not a, again not a popular choice to make because everybody yeah. was like no you need to be in LA that's where the business is and I chose in that moment for my life and where I thought you know, this is where I want to be. The city suits me. Mm-hmm. Um, I will get a lot more. My art will, or whatever you want to call it, my acting will be better if I'm surrounded by people. I get to study people. I live in a, an environment that inspires me. I will. It will bring out more in me, and I will hopefully become a better actor yes. as a result. Again, I love that. You stuck to your guns. And that's right. Yeah, but so I, I stick to my guns. I have very specific, you know, ways of what I, the things that are important to me, and I'm willing to make the sacrifices that come with that. Everything yes. in life comes with prices, the way I look at it, and you just have to be willing to pay that price. And to me, to pay the price of fame in where I lose my identity, mm. privacy, all of those things wasn't worth it. And so am I willing to... Uh, maybe not be, you know, get as much money as other people or get as, you know, all the leads in films or whatever it is by me. I get to live the life that I want. I, I pick the films, you know, mostly that, or from the the things that are available to me, I I pick what's best and that I um, enjoy. And, And I really fought very hard against typecasting. And I think had I gone for the more traditional route of like trying to be famous and being seen <laughs> as this whatever type of person and playing leads and all of that, mm-hmm. um, that would have come at a price that I just wasn't. You know, I liked what you said. You said something, and I think everybody should sort of let that um, echo in their head that everything you do in life, there's a price for it, right? That's a, that's a really good thing to remember. Everything has a price. So, um, I, it's, it's funny. I had been thinking about this recently, but this is a weird example, but Pete Davidson, I'm sitting here like he, because of his relationship with Kim Kardashian and all these other, you know, beautiful actresses and public figures he's dated. I guarantee that's why he got the new year's Eve special. And he probably made, you know, a lot of money from that. So yeah, there, there is, there's the upside, but then there's also the side that he has mental health issues and he is a walking joke right now. He's a walking internet meme and that must really hurt. Well, so he's and, paying the price. And, and, and 
Well, and 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 fame is a drug. It's something that people get addicted to, and the, mm. the highs and lows in that are extreme. So I think that those things are very difficult to deal with for people on you know in general. But if you, right. for anybody who deals with mental health issues or instability in their you know private lives or whatever, that can be very very difficult. So exactly, I, exactly. I, to me, I would yeah, I I was on the way for for you know many of those reasons. Um, because I very early on I realized it is a drug. Um, yeah, it can feel it makes you feel incredible, but it goes very low. Yeah, and that's like social media. They say it's a drug. The highs are so high and the oh. lows are so low. But listen, um, we are almost out of time, so I just we I need to plug this movie, Redeeming Love, that's coming to theaters January twenty first. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> so why should we see this? Yeah. So- Oh, Redeeming Love, oh, it's, it's set in the 1850s, Gold Rush area, California. Very, very tough time. And I think that in, you know, today's world, we can all probably very much relate to a time like that where things were just not as optimistic and wonderful as they once were or we hope they will be again in the future. And this is a story, a love story set against that in that, you know, time frame of during that very rough time and, you know, one of redemption and love and hope and love conquers all. And I uh, play a the character that this was a... Uh, 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 she owns a brothel, so she's a sort of an entrepreneur ah, in the 1850s. Love time it. When, when women didn't have uh, weren't any weren't business uh, people, and not certainly not strong uh, owning their own business. So um, wait, yeah. you would be such a hot pimp. I love that. <laughs> you really would. You'd be like a really sexy pimp. I'm so into that. I can't wait to see it. Halloween. Halloween this year. That would be, yes. that would be great to be <laughs> No, you'd be so good. Well, thank you so much. I honestly, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing the movie, Famka. Thank you for joining thank me on Lauren you. Interviews. I appreciate you. You, I uh, appreciate you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Okay, that was Famka. Wasn't she awesome? She was very, um, very interesting, like I said. She was kind of like, good. I don't want you to know anything about me, so let's keep it that way. But no, I, I appreciated that. I thought she, uh, I thought she was very um, well-spoken and she, you know, she was sure of herself. I like that. She was very sure of everything she said and everything that she's she's done. So um, I give her props. Anyway, Redeeming Love out in theaters today. If you guys don't have anything to do for this weekend, you can watch the movie. All right, guys. Um, thanks for listening. You guys know where to find me on social at Lauren underscore interviews and on Twitter at Conlin underscore Lauren. Until next time, thanks for listening.